So I got some feedback from a friend who said that we should always like introduce ourselves because we sound so much alike and that, oh, yeah, we should make it pretty clear who's talking. So I'm Mouse. I'm the one down in San Diego with the kids and I'm married and all that jazz, the older sister. And you? I'm Weens. I'm uh, <laughs> blowing dust off my twink over in Hollywood. <laughs> Just kidding. No, what does that mean? Hey, guys. Uh, no, really, I'm a hot item ready for... <laughs> business <laughs> business deals that is if anybody would like to buy some books i've got some extras i've been giving away a lot of books oh that's good is there a big in market fact, i was gonna books? give away the one that you gave me oh, called much. i think i took it actually you didn't oh can i say no this i need it back I, it I need it back that was a borrowed item please that master of love yeah i read it it was oh. really good and i wanted you to read it but i do want it back <laughs> Don't give it, did you give it away I almost did today, but oh. someone rejected it. So you're lucky. Good. Sorry. Thanks. That's all right. Yeah. Got to make it these things clear fine. with your sister, folks. When they borrow things, often you never well, see them again. Well, it was a guy, I want to say it was Gabriel Garcia Lorca or Gabriel Gariz Ruzu. <laughs> what the? Wait. <laughs> He's the Gabriel? guy that did the four agreements. Oh, I was going to say Gabriel Garcia Marquez, but that's the other guy. I know, Gabriel, is he the guy on the Mozart? Anyway, no. um, this book I did not resonate with because, hmm. I don't know, I, a lot of people love it. Interesting. It's called The Mastery of Love. Um, I've already mastered it as the other part. So. Uh, well, you're deep Have into you? all of these things. No, you know, I'm more of a just go with it person. I don't study it too much, but I probably mm -hmm. should because I could do some self-analysis and figure out my... Don't shit on yourself my stuff oh really is that <laughs> yeah part of one of the steps okay well yes uh, all right anyway so tell me yeah. about your feelings <laughs> um feelings i have many feelings i don't know what am i feeling lately well i'm uh i don't know we're back in the new year everybody's off to school so it's kind of fun having a clean slate 2019's in front of us i'm doing some closet cleaning it seems like everybody is into this Marie Kondo thing. Have you heard about her? I hope I'm saying that right. Mm -mm. She's this woman who has a series on Netflix or a show or a oh, movie. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, and it's all about uh, this Japanese art of kind of clearing your your clutter, your you know how to declutter. And I guess you're supposed to go through your closet and take your items that you may not wear so much, look at them, really evaluate if they bring you joy or not. If they don't bring you joy, you tell that item thank you for the memories you kind of conjure up what uh what happy memories you have with that thing and then you fold it up and put it in a bag and give it away so it's, it's funny you say that because right now i'm staring at about seven pine cones sitting on a shelf for some reason <laughs> i think i brought them in from when i was at warner brothers there was a tree that dropped pine cones i think i thought it was christmasy but now it just looks like a bunch of yeah and Dusty I, ha pine cones. <laughs> I have that too. I, I tend to hang on to stuff only because I finally have room for it. My life now, we have lots of closets and space, so I can kind of 
you know, find little corners for things. And so I just stick them in there and don't think about it. And now I feel self-conscious, like I'm supposed to clean out all my stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to clean out a little bit, but I also don't want to give all my stuff away. I don't know. I'm struggling it with it a little bit. It's kind of weird. I, well, and I've, you know, been working out a ton. And so I'm actually getting back into my pre-kid clothes. Really? And I'm kind of glad nice. that I have, yeah, I'm kind of glad I kept all my favorite jeans because I can fit back into them now. So I'm like, wow. yeah, I, but then some of the older stuff, you know, is out of style. So I'm giving that away. Yes. Anyway, I'm just kind of cleaning out closets. I mean, it feels good when you get rid of clutter. It obviously feels really good. So that's and what I will doing. say too, I am okay not receiving any more presents because um, mm. I feel like I have a max capacity of stuff. So I'm going to get rid of stuff and because um, I don't yeah. know what to do with it when I receive it. I just have to figure out a place to put it and then I get anxious and then yeah. I stuff it in a closet. Got it. So what stuff did you get that you don't like? Can well, just more things like clothes and, you know, it's all lovely when someone gives you something. I just don't know where to put it. Right. Like uh, I'm at max capacity in my place and i Maybe other people who organize better would know what to do with things, but I feel like well, I have, have things. You, have you tried that concept of one thing in, one thing out? I yeah, used to do that. that if I buy happen? a shirt, I would give away a shirt. Like I could never buy more hangers or get more hangers. Yeah. I had to have my maximum hangers. And if there wasn't a hanger, I had to let something go. That's a good idea. So, I don't know. There's Everybody that, do but it. Then, you, I, you're also stuck with um, me, a bad gift giver. I'm so sorry. I'm such no. a bad gift giver. What are you talking about? No, don't say that. I suck it at is... giving gifts. Do you? Do you, do you you're talk really about good. It? No, yeah, and you're really good at it. You, th- you have such thoughtful gifts. You, I think you really do. know the person. You must Google with like keywords that make sense and find things and like. Uh, what did them. I get for you? This Christmas? Ask me about my podcast. You got me two t-shirts that say, ask me about my podcast, which is like all well, I want to talk actually about. Weren't, so it's a shirt with a giant thing that has a microphone on it that says, ask yeah. me about my podcast. Long sleeve and short <laughs> sleeve. Because I think that you would actually wear it. Am I right? I would in certain situations, but then I'm kind of embarrassed too. But no, Why? I am. I'm. Well, I don't know. Would you wear it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't tell anyone anything about me. I know. But I'm secretive. So, uh, why? Come I don't, on. Are you proud of us? I talk to, to too many people. I think I don't want to conjure up extra conversations. That's what I do all day long. <laughs> <laughs> all no. right. Well, I mean, you're the, I you're the promoter. Yeah. Good for you. On. But Come you're going to promote. This is your New Year's resolution. You're going to promote yourself more. I've decided okay. for you. <laughs> I've also just taken a break and I've gone into lockdown where I have not answered my phone all day and I'm wow. actually in isolation mode. Really? But that's okay. Maybe after I'll be in promotion mode. Yeah. It's good. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Wow. So, so is it like a break from electronics? Just too much input? Yeah. I just don't want to talk or um, I've discovered, okay, here, I will segue into the Myers-Briggs talk that you asked mm. if I wanted to talk about, but... Yeah, I won't spend too much time on it, but it's a really good, uh, you know, they break your 
Myers-Briggs is a woman. I think her name was Myers or something back in the... Oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't, it, I didn't I read into it, but... Is it two women? I think I looked it two up. Two women, yeah. yeah. Here, you know it. more than I do. It's on Wikipedia. Everybody can look it up, but they created this way of breaking people down into 16 personalities. And I've done extensive stuff with my therapist, who's really mm-hmm. into it and took some training, and we've been doing it, and it's very accurate so far about where you would fit. And so... And INFP is, I think it's, oh boy, C, now I shouldn't have started talking about it. It's into, wait, introvert, introverted, intuitive, feeling, and perception. So first I'm an introvert, second I'm intuitive, third I move through the world feeling versus like so I just go around touching people constantly. <laughs> Rubbing up against things. And... We're at dinner and I start touching your face like a blind person. That's my feeling coming out of my INFP. You know what? I wonder if my kids are that. Just kidding. But they, when they were <laughs> little, they both used to get down on their hands and knees and lick doormats. Really? Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> that's both they were not. Them. You weren't feeding them enough minerals. That's what they it's do something. when they're like licking the clay in the pond. It was crazy. There was one doormat at the AT&T store here in Rancho Bernardo, and they both got down on their hands and knees, kind of at the same age, too. They were both about two when it happened. What? And it's, it was orange and nubby, and it must have looked like candy or something. And they both stopped in their tracks, got down on their hands and knees, and licked the doormat. Like, what? the outdoor doormat, the big thing that when you walk in. You it was crazy. Why? That's yeah. so funny. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> they said, this is just a weird, I jogged the memory of the doormat lick. Yeah, feeling things. Yeah. Snowsberries. Tastes like snowsberries. Who's ever heard of a snowsberry? <laughs> hey, uh, have you ever done anything weird like that? Mm, no, but my good friend Kari loves dough, like bread dough. And she has a whole thing with bread dough. And she'll be making you know whatever and she likes to bake and she'll stop and smell the dough and kind of put it on her face a little bit and then we looked up and there's this girl that does it it's like called dough face this girl from Whoa. japan i think and yeah she goes around putting dough on her face and it's like it's a whole thing it's like a real Whoa. thing so there's something anyway. to it yeah maybe the yeast uh it's in our body yeah it's, it's like soft and the smell i mean Everybody yeah. says the smell of baking bread creates a sense of peace. Is it because we were um, raised with a peaceful cooking smell that maybe has good memories, yeah. or is it just some caveman it, thing? Yeah, caveman thing. I, you know, I like my caveman thing. And woman, it's that. And okay. woman, <laughs> you're such a feminist caveman. I well, like it. you know, I'm sick of everything as man, and then we're just supposed to, like, he mm. is referred to constantly as God and Jesus. Mm. Well, Jesus was a he. I guess there's no... Until <laughs> that hair, that. I don't know. Historically, <laughs> I think. But, yeah. And that I slight mean, frame. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Stealthy Jesus. Um, but, you know, some people said Jesus was Mary Magdalene. Whoopsie. Let's not get into that. But, um Ooh. It makes no sense. Anyway, mm. sick of the he. She's very hairy. Everyone and Lord. Think about how many times we say Lord. Do you go around saying Lord? I do. Lord Jesus. Good Lord. Good Lord. Lord Almighty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So weirdest term that we're still pulling in from what 1492 when Columbus <laughs> oh sailed the ocean. Yeah. I mean, 
it's but weird. That's yeah. a guy thing. Right. Yeah. You're a lord or a lady. So lord. We all say lord. But we're like the queen of England. Yeah. There you go. Good mm. lord. Like, what are we Yeah. Talking? Excuse my French, but what are we talking about here? <laughs> oh, my crumpets right. and nickel nails. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so Myers-Briggs is great, guys. You can take free online tests and find out what personality type you are. Sister. And... I first took this test when my friend Christine, uh, she's a manager in HR up in the Bay Area, and she came down with it and was all excited about it. She'd just been trained in it. They're starting to implement it when they hire people because it helps them find personality types that they need for certain jobs. So, like, uh, dozers who right. from Fraggle Rock, all they do is like pick up things and build buildings. <laughs> Exactly, and they have yeah. no eyes. Their little construction hats go over their eyes, right? The dozers are clearing a path, also in a Weezer song. I think oh, they're talking about that same thing. Cute. There you go. Um, anyhow, yeah. everybody so seems to be different. Ooh. What was mine? I can't remember what I came up with. I think you were you? more of the type that the Nazis had. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mary Snap. Magdalene, not Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I am more of a, I remember I like, I picked out the parts that I like, kind of like a Chinese fortune cookie. You always yeah. can relate to the things you like. Ooh, I like nice. that I was a INTJ. Sorry. She was a caretaker. What does that stand for? Caretaker. A caretaker and someone who thought it was really important to make. Uh, occasions for people right to like, yeah you know, birthday very, parties and, and uh traditions very important to you mm-hmm. and you're very and social so that, and I is that true though too. like did that resonate with you yeah you know I don't know I think I'm a blend of social and then introvert like I want I love staying home and doing my own thing and having quiet time but then I hit a certain point and need to go out and you know do my thing in fact I was cleaning out my closet and was getting a a bunch of bridal dresses and prom dresses together for a charity this my friend um carrie does cinderella's attic and it's really cute she collects prom dresses for local girls who may not be able to afford to go to the prom so they can come to her and they will outfit these girls in full dresses jewelry purses are you serious yeah isn't that great sweetest thing yeah and they have a big fundraiser in november and uh, I just, I really like it. So I finally, I let go of, you know, going back to my closet cleaning, a uh, bridesmaid dress that I had from my my friend Allie. I was in her wedding. I was her bridesmaid. So I got rid of that bright pink dress. I loved it. But, you know, it had That's its time. time. And then I had a backup wedding dress, this lace-up number that I... Um, bought first but then I found my actual wedding dress so I never ended up using it so I gave those two things away anyway that's a big deal where did you find your wedding dress oh I don't know just random stores one of oh the one I ended up wearing uh, my mother-in-law found at a thrift shop for $50 oh my gosh and yeah tailored it I just went with it I tried it on it fit and I put it on in front of mom I just I tried on the two dresses and mom saw the second dress, the thrift store dress, and said, oh, that's the one my daughter should get married in. So Aww. that was the one I kind of went with, just traditional. Isn't that cool? That that, so that yeah. you're very um, earthy and grounded in that way. Mm, and you. she had her wedding at 
our uncle's house, our aunt and uncle, right. Bob and Mary, and it was beautiful out in their backyard in Rancho Santa Fe. They have five acres and a pond, and yeah, um, it, it was, was really pretty. gorgeous, but that's a very low-maintenance wedding, and they were so nice to do that, too. It was everybody oh, yeah. was together, and oh, I miss the it's family. It's so special. I know. We need to get we together. We don't do any family stuff anymore. It's really sad. Well, there's a big Eggold reunion happening this summer. Are you going to go? So I'm let me I'm guess. Petition to nope. go. I would like Are to you? go. Well, no. I would like to. It depends on you know sports and what else is going Just on. Just go but... because then you can go and record everyone and oh, take a little piece fun. of our Wisconsin side. A lot of the Eggolds remained in Wisconsin. Yeah, and we were the split off California Eggolds. I think they call us. So yes, but most of the families West back Coast. there and watching the Brewers. Who are they? I Brewskies. know, the Brewers and the Green Bay Packers and all the Jesus. Midwest teams. Yeah, it's they're so sweet. We love our family. And we yeah. all got to, we, it's weddings and funerals. We only see them at the big it's family sad, events. But I almost, mm-hmm. I thought about that because I miss everyone so much. And I, I said, maybe I could do like a fake wedding, but then they'll show up and then I'll just be like, I'm marrying myself. <laughs> and then everyone will be bummed out, but then they'll be in the same room. And so they can't be sad. They'll just go, hey, well, we're here. And then we have fun. I like that. Yeah. Oh, good. Ooh, you should do some salacious thing, like marry your cousin or something. Ew. You could set something up. Gross. <laughs> what are you talking about? It could be like, well, I'm what saying it could be a fake Poe? wedding. Whoa. No, no, it could be a fake wedding. And you say, here's my fiance. And then you go, just kidding. It's my cousin. We're all together. It's a family reunion. Oh, I see. Yeah, right? Or That's your cat. Sweet. You could just really make it weird and pretend like you're gonna marry I was gonna your cat. do Christmas cards with my cat and then um I figured that was Aww. a little too close to depressing no it's not she just came oh. and sat him and let him. <laughs> I'm really not that lonely everyone I just want to say because uh I know I'm actually happy <laughs> so oh that was my yeah. point going back to introvert extrovert so I hmm. went through all my dresses and I saw tons of my little black dresses like I have so many cute little dresses to wear out and I realized I need to I need to get out more. I need hey. to go out on the town and take them for a spin and go dancing and all this Let's stuff. Let's do so. that. Can I do that with you? Because I got a couple yes. of dust gathering trousers yes. myself. <laughs> all right. Let's oh. gather dust trousers and go. Okay. Let's do and it. I keep seeing events up in LA too. I really uh-huh. want to go. Now we're talking. Comedy clubs. Yeah. So let's go. We'll really do some whooping. All right. I'm in. Can I bring some girlfriends too? You ready for yes. a whole crew? Okay. Let's do it. Woo-hoo. I'll mix them with my uh, my friends, and we'll have a real hot toddy of a night. Mm-hmm. I love it. Let's what? do it. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> oh, I have an idea. Let's take a quick break, and we'll hear from our friends in this podcast. Hi, I'm April. And I'm Steph. And, and we're, we're from, from the Thurs Podcast. Do you like pop culture news, reviews, and discussion? Are you deeply invested in Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet's friendship? Do you constantly find yourself debating which Hollywood Chris is best? Have you lost sleep over the horror that is Ben Affleck's back tattoo? Then Then we're we're the the podcast podcast for you! Every few weeks, we get together to talk about what we're enjoying or what we're looking forward to in the world of TV, film, music and more. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher by searching for The Thirst Podcast. And you can also find us over on Twitter at The Thirst or on Instagram at The Thirst Pod. Listen to an episode and let us know what you think. Bye! Bye. And we're back! Yay! (laughs) All right, everyone take a listen. It's a goodie. So, Weens. Tell me about your experience with kids and music. I'm having an issue 
with my okay, children. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Sick. I know what that was. <sighs> Tell yep, me. Go ahead. All right, go back. Conjure back memories of being a child and your thoughts and feelings about music and then music lessons. If you were to be made to take music lessons, or it could be anything. If you were made to go to Girl Scouts or you were made to go to, you know, soccer yeah. camp or something, what are your feelings I about mean, that? I'm struggling with this with my kids. So uh, I remember Mr. Meehan in third grade, and I really wanted to play saxophone because this cute boy was playing saxophone. Who, his who? name was Danny. 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 I can't remember his other name, but he wore a yellow jacket. Mm. And uh, Danny he played Love Me Tender. <laughs> Everything that I did sax. in my life. Dan- <laughs> he really knows how to play Love Me Tender. <laughs> Them's the facts. And so I learned how to, I immediately, all because of a boy, went and said, I want to play saxophone. <laughs> I always wanted to be like the cool boys. Oh. But I secretly thought they were cute, so I was going to work my way into their heart through their instrument. Uh, so that's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I couldn't leave it. Okay. So. Uh, anyway, so, so I worked my <laughs> So I played the rusty saxophone later on that evening. What? Holy shit. Please, I it was Mass. a rusty I'm trombone. Third grade. Oh. It was. Well, what are you thinking? I really did have a rusty saxophone. Mine was given to me by my godmother, D. Rascob. That's right. It was rusty, but I still played it. And I learned Love Me Tender and also No New Year's Eve. (laughs) Old Lang Syne? (laughs) I just called to say I I love love you. Yeah. Got it. So. Anyway, um, if I were forced to play, I don't know. Hmm. That part I don't remember, but I just remember, you know, the spark dies when the guy moves on. For me, if you were forced to play, I don't know, you know, in retrospect as adults, I guess we would always say we should force the kids because they don't know any better. But then some people I know resent their parents still for forcing them to Do play they? piano. Well, that's my question. So we are going on three years with piano and I actually interviewed our piano teacher because I was struggling with this and got his insight. So we'll pop that audio in too, as well as I posted this picture or this question on Facebook um, and all my friends weighed in. Just kind of, what do you do when your kid is pushing back? So we've done piano for three years, and oh, this dog, sorry, I have to let the dog out. He's in with That's me. right, because my next question was, what do you do when your cat pushes back? But we'll do that one later. But right. um, Okay, let's hear the interview. Okay, here we go. This is Zoe Shaw. So here I am today with my pal, our teacher of music, Zoe Shaw. Hello, Zoe. Hey, how's it going? Long time, no see. <laughs> yeah, like what, two days? Two days, yeah. <laughs> so Zoe comes in. Um, how did I find you originally? I think through Gabby. Gabby Dow. Gabby Dow. Gabby Dow. She connects everybody. Um, Zoe was, uh, gosh, when was that? Three years ago, right? Has it been? I think it's been... It's been at least three years, maybe three and a half. Yeah, yeah it's been a, okay. It's been a while. How old was Charlotte? That's always my I measurement. I think Charlotte was five or four. Okay. 
So, yeah. She wasn't taking lessons at first. Right. So, right. three years. Okay. So, yes. So, we met through Gabby, and he came over and started teaching my oldest, and then Elliot, or did I have both of them? Both of them started together. Yeah. Both yeah. of them did it together, Elliot and Toby. Yeah. So, they've been on piano the whole time, and I think we dabbled with guitar a little. Very little, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> but then stuck with uh, piano, and here we are three yeah. years later. So. Yeah. Yeah, but we've had so much fun, and you've got this great attitude, and you're cool, and Thanks. you're hip, and you're like, <laughs> you know, you let the kids pick stuff, but but tell us about your background. I want to hear your background. So, um, I guess I'll start with how I started playing. I started playing guitar in high school, senior year, um, in the summer, and I just kind of picked it up because I wanted to learn songs that I heard on the radio that I loved, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Jack Johnson, and whatnot, Incubus. And I just kept going, and one of my friends started teaching me lessons. He was going to Berkeley School of Music, and he taught me some lessons, and I was really into the theory aspect of it. So I just kind of followed through and went to music school after that, and then started playing jazz, you know, in school and whatnot, and stuck with it, and I've been playing regularly ever since. Yeah. And, yeah. That's cool. I know. And so Zoe is, um, he plays different gigs around town. Yeah. With a lot of different musicians. Right. And kind of, what would you say your gigs are mostly? Like, what is the feel? Um, I play with this one funk group that's pretty common these days called Dante Fireband. And check them out. And we play at Old Venice um, in, in Point Loma and some other venues. And that's kind of more like pop, top 40s tunes from the 70s and 80s and oh, that's even fun. these days. Okay. And then, of course, the jazz standard gigs uh, where you're playing cocktail music, which is always fun, too. Yeah. So uh, that's where I've seen you is more right. of the, you know, cocktail lounge or patio, you know, fireside yeah, exactly. dining type places exactly. in San Diego, which is great. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so tell us like, all right, so you were a kid, you didn't pick this up until a senior in high school. Right. So what's your background before that with music or did you um, have? Okay. I loved music as a kid. I believe it or not, I started off listening to rap. Yeah. When I was five years old, my sister showed me Snoop Dogg, uh, What's My Name? <laughs> Uh, Snoop. As I said, I think five or six years old, I, I had that whole thing memorized, and there's a video of me, and I'm like seven, doing a lip syncing of Dr. Dre, Slap Me Ride. So I, I, was doing, I was doing completely different stuff than I did now, but I was still always into music, every, no matter what. Nice. It was always uh, a passion. Okay. So. So, and then did you go to your parents and say, this is what I want to do, or like, you know how what? did you feel about it? It was more that I was working at the time, so I just bought a guitar. Um, so it was a little different. I didn't, my parents, even if I wanted to, they couldn't really afford lessons for me, right. uh, in our situation back then. So I didn't have that opportunity, but I, I just did it on my own kind of thing. Right. Right. Well, that was Weens and I too. Yeah. Our parents were, yeah, not well off. So we had to choose our activities wisely and it was pretty much, you know, Girl Scouts and that was yeah. it. <laughs> I should like, say I did play violin in fifth grade, but I don't know if it really counts. Right. I, I wasn't really into it. Um, but I wanted to play an instrument at that point, but. Yeah. That's, that was all that was really an option. There was no guitar or piano available in fifth grade, so... Right. Yeah. So that's how I got into music, too, was through school band, which is just yeah. how my my kids got into it as well, and probably most of your students now. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of them just want to play an instrument, and so I got a lot of students before band starts, right? A lot of fourth grade and third graders and... True. And then, of course, there are a lot of kids who do band and then want to do guitar or something, too. Right. Or piano, so. Right. It's, yeah, I think it's pretty standard that 
band starts in fifth grade in yeah. California. Although when I was going to school, it started in third grade. So oh. cutbacks, yeah. you know. Anyway, yeah. So with the kids not being forced into it, wanting to do music. So that's my whole topic is yeah. what does a parent do when your child is pushing back on an activity that you really want for them, in our case, yeah. music. Right. Um, and my kids were excited about it at first. Mm-hmm. Got into it, I think, I don't know, you know their personalities. Yeah. So I think Toby might be a little more into music in general, yeah. would you say? Yeah. yeah. And then Elliot is um, a bit more reserved or... Right. I don't know. What's your take on, on, on their personalities? On your kids? Yeah. Okay, I think, I think they both have their moments. Like, like Elliot, I agree, but then at some points, too, he was really excited to learn for Elise. Okay. And then Toby, on the other hand, he seems like... I think he's just making the best of it. Like, he's... like I know he doesn't really practice much, but, like, during his lesson, he's like, okay, well, if I'm going to learn piano, I'm going to learn the Office theme song and Family Guy, stuff that he likes, which mm-hmm. I think is great. Yeah. It's great. And I think Elliot... In, in some way, too, like Linkin Park is right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they like that aspect. They can pick songs that they know. But it's just, and with any everyone, every even, and this goes with adults, too, practice is the hard part, is, yeah. you know, what people don't want to do. Right. It's like learning a song sounds fun, but, like, doing the work to get it down is where, where it's tough. Right, right, yeah. So that's what we're dealing with right now. We had excitement in the beginning, and then they would show off their their songs to their friends and showed off to the family. And then they started pulling back and going, well, you know, boy, when is this going to be done? And I wish it was this love of it, you know, this want, because I've seen at your recitals. So yeah, Yeah. you'll do what every six months or so. Yeah. A recital. And some of his other students are just, I mean, blow you out of your seat. Good. But then they have that passion and they go home and practice. Yeah. And it's no surprise. My best students are the ones who go home, who practice on their own and I'll come to a lesson. I'm like, Hey, I was learning the piano man just for fun. Like, great. You know, like things like that. Or, or they're learning some guitarists for fun. And right. those are the kids that, uh, that's the goal. Like every, every, every teacher and parent have the same goal. They both want their kids to, to be motivated to practice on their own without any kind of reinforcement or, or force. And right. so it's tough. It's, it's finding a balance of not forcing your kids and having them find the passion right. in some ways. Right. So what do I do? What do you do? Well, there's no there's no answer to this. There's no like specific answer, but I'll put it this way. I mean, if you look at if you look at school, if you told your kids like, "Hey, I know you don't want to go to school anymore, so you're not going to go anymore." What do you think they would think? You don't love me. You don't care about me. No, I don't know. What do you I I think I think like in in a in a whim they'd they'd be like no oh. school? You know, hell yeah, right? They'd be uh-huh. like, are you kidding me? They'd be like, wait, I don't have to go to school. No more homework, right? Right. It's the work part of it. So so why is it that, like, school is generally, like, is you kind of hate to say it, but it is force, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is generally a force thing. Like, most kids don't say, hey, I want to start going to school. Can I go, right? It's it's something that we just put them into. And lessons can kind of be the same thing. Um, some kids are forced to do them. Some kids aren't. So I think... I think the tough part is forcing them to practice. That's where it, it's it's it feels like a chore. I mm-hmm. think I think most kids taking lessons think of it kind of like a schooling, right? And like the, and more homework, yeah, more, more homework tasks, yeah. Yeah, and I think I've seen kid I've seen kids I've had students where the parents would be like have a chalkboard and like okay 
prepare your tasks for the day. You know, you have 30 minutes of piano or 30 minutes of guitar to do right. every day. And whenever that happens, they always end up like quitting lessons after a couple really? months because it's just, it feels like a chore. Right. So I think it's, it's a balance of keeping, like wanting them to stick with music because you know, everyone, how many adults, you know that, Oh, I wish I stuck with piano. I wish just I just about everyone. Right? Yeah. I did a little Facebook query with my mm. friends and there were just a handful that said they were glad their parents gave them the choice to quit and right. that they never looked back. Right. But the majority said, you know, I'm glad they made me or I wish they had made me. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and that's what I keep telling my kids. I'm like, look, I'm giving you a gift. Mm-hmm. You don't see it now. You don't think it's a good thing now. But trust me, when you're an adult, you're going to be glad I did. Yeah. But, yeah. I think every every situation is different, too. Like, I can't say for, for certain what to do in your situation because you know your kids better than I do. And you know... I think the important thing is that they get something out of it, mm-hmm. that they, they improve. And they are improving. Like, they're reading that new Red Book, which is higher level, and they're sight reading out of it pretty well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a positive. And they're still learning songs, so it's just when they don't practice, they slow the progress, right? Right. right. I think what a lot of kids don't realize, too, is that um, practicing makes the lessons and learning way funner. Right. Because you progress quicker. Sure. And you can move just, on to the next song or whatever it is. Yeah, right? it's yeah. it's way... I, I, don't, I don't know why they don't get that, but they just... They don't. Right. And I explain it to them all the time. Yeah, I know. I always tell them, but, um, you know, it just doesn't click through that. And it's not, it's not just that, you know, it's every... Pretty much everyone. Okay. So. All right. Well, good to know I'm not alone. I feel like a big failure that I haven't, like, given them the right magic dangling carrot you know to get them to do this but yeah so you would say in general to parents make it like know your kid know how to motivate them yeah um make let it be fun and cool and let them choose the song right um any other specific tips like um i don't know five minutes a day should i like kind of force a small amount of time and then get them into it more or it's hard to say i it's it's possible that might help mm-hmm. but I, I think it's really where you force them to like a half an hour a day or something that it feels like too much right? too much yeah. i think i think a lot of it's generational too yeah yeah like i think like if i'm not gonna get like too philosophical but i think like i don't know when i was growing up like we you're probably the same we'd watch mtv mm-hmm. as kids and we well would see... my parents wouldn't let me but... okay but you'd want to and, you'd <laughs> and i'm older <laughs> So right. it just came out when I was like 12. So Okay, but even when you were in high school and MTV was out, you wanted to watch music videos and you would see people playing instruments on screen and it was cool. Mm-hmm. And now, it, I don't know, not to sound like an old man, but like music these days, the popular music, it just isn't, it's generally more electronic based. Right. Like, I think the biggest artist is probably Drake. Okay. And he doesn't write, he doesn't produce, he doesn't play an instrument. So it's really like a... I don't know, it's just like a low-grade product, musically speaking. Right. It's what's shoved down everyone's throats. Right, right. So um, way overproduced and yeah. all computers and EDM kind of stuff. Or Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, like, you you probably grew up listening to albums, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you knew Coldplay X and Y. You know, you know all the album names. Back and... in the old days, Coldplay X and Y. Yeah. I grew up listening to, right, all that good, well, the Doors. I remember getting really into the Beatles in yeah. high school and the Doors and all the old stuff. Led yeah. Zeppelin, so I went through all sorts of phases. But right, yeah. yeah you listen you to just, albums, right? Albums. And so often I'll ask, I'll go to our first lesson, I'll ask a kid, what, what do you listen to? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Um, 
I'm like, but just tell me one song you like. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, um, you know, Shake It Off. Like, I'm like, oh, who's it by? They don't even know, like, you know, really? it's, it's so common. They don't know anything. They definitely don't know my album. That's yeah. Because it's just everything uh, is streamed, I guess. Right. But, um, and then I noticed, like, my really good students, like, they tend to, like, listen to albums. And so I think, I think, like, uh, people from my generation and yours, like, we're a little more musically driven in general. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, we would more, find more passion in listening to a CD with headphones on. And, right. you know, it, and I feel like kids these days they don't do that as much. Right. So I think, I think part of what you're experiencing is something that a lot of people experience because of the generation too, and not just something, not, nothing in your control, not motivation. That's or... interesting. So it's almost like we would sit down, listen to an album. It would be a whole story front to, to back mm-hmm. and they're getting little snippets, one song right. at a time on Spotify or wherever. Right. And maybe it's this whole attention deficit like thing, right? Yeah. Everybody wants a quick fix and yeah. click, click, click. And Absolutely. Yeah, interesting. So sitting down and learning the same song over and over probably feeds into that yeah. nuance of wanting to move on to the next thing. Yeah, they probably mm. see learning a song that they listen to in four minutes taking multiple weeks on, right. on the instrument to learn. They're like, why is this taking so long? Right. And, That's a really good point. Okay. So So I think a lot of parents hmm. struggle with this, but it's not really necessarily, it's not your fault. That's and there's nothing thing. we can yeah. necessarily do to fix it. That's why when you ask me, what do I do? It's like, well, if I had the answer to that, I would yeah. have told you yeah. a long time ago, right? <laughs> Here's the trick. Yeah. Right. I know. It is so tough. And I do want this to become a, like a second language to them because mm-hmm. I love the fact that I played, it was dumb old flute, but... I played from third grade to eighth grade, yeah. and your brain is so nice and plastic when you're young, and that just gets into your 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 system. You just know yeah. you can read music, and that's that. And I can still pick up a flute and do most of the fingerings, and so I love that I can go to somebody else's church, open their hymn book, and be able to kind of see a song and know the general sound that it's supposed to make. And yeah. I want to give that to them, but... Yeah, I'm still struggling. Am I squelching them by forcing them to do it when they could be spending their extra time doing something else wonderful and great? Yeah. But then, in truth, it'd probably just be video games. That's the thing. That's so. it, it depends. I, I've had a, uh, I've had parents have struggles. Like we know, like our kid is taking dance. Like, do they have enough time to take guitar mm-hmm. too? And they kind of balance it up. Like, okay, we'll we'll do guitar and then skip one dance class a week or something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it depends on what they're... If they are supplementing it with something else, then, yeah, it could be for the better because they might find more passion in that. But if it's just, I just want to quit this and, you know, play Minecraft or yeah. Fortnite or whatever, then, right. you know, what's... Right. It's not really helping them. Yeah, no, I know. Unless they want to be an EDM musician, in which case they're like, I'm learning the computer. No. Yeah. Well, okay, so what if they want to switch? What if I offered switching to guitar? Because I feel like... I've, I've read studies, too, that... You doing music with two hands um, is good for both sides of the brain or something about staving off Alzheimer's and Mm -hmm. how good it is for you. So if a two-handed instrument, well, I guess most instruments are two hands, but I don't know. What's your feeling on switching from piano to guitar as a basic? Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think it's a good idea, especially if they show more interest in it. Like um, Hadley Mm -hmm. was more interested in guitar right? and she's excited about it. And that's great. Right. And we don't, we don't know what's going to happen with that. But, um, you know, I think I think it just depends. Like, sometimes it depends on what they envision to be cooler. Right. 
or or whatnot. So keeping their interest, keeping them into it. And, yeah, yeah. And I think okay. I saw guitar as a cool thing when I when I was uh, in sure. high school. And I, yeah. I saw my friends playing. Um, what were they playing? They were playing Incubus Drive, and I, and I was like, "What? You guys can play that? Like that? I love that song. Like you, you just an average, you know, friend of mine can play the song. Like I wanna, I wanna get in on that. Like, right. I wanna do that. So, yeah. And that's kind of what motivated me is like seeing other people do it. Mm-hmm. And then and then puberty plays into this that's whole right. cool guy with a guitar just saying. Yeah, I've got a student who's uh, I think he's a sophomore in high school, and he's you know, he's a pretty good looking kid, and I think he's realizing. Hey. That his instrumental skills are are having yeah no i totally agree and i think that's kind of when yeah it became cool to learn music and listen to the albums and we had a music theory class in high school yeah. and mr cotter was our our teacher and we would do beetle fridays and right. and all the cool kids were in there and then the guys in the band and sure so that all plays into it and yeah. i keep trying to tell the boys listen i'm doing you a favor yeah, right. <laughs> learn the piano learn guitar but they don't see it. They're not there yet. They won't see it now. Yeah. But that's that's the thing is if, like, I wouldn't have seen it back then either. But if I had, let's say, what age did Toby or Elliot start? Let's say what age did Elliot start? Um, let's say Charlotte started at, what, five? Yeah. If five. I had, I guess, 11 more years of playing on my belt, mm-hmm. like, I'd be a lot better musician. And okay. that's one thing I envy about all my students that get to play piano and guitar is that if I was in their position, oh, my God. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I definitely have loved that. So there you go. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I'm like, gosh, guys, I'm giving you a gift. This is a wonderful thing. Like, take advantage of it. But it's hard to push someone. Same with like, you know, I'm sure this could be parlayed into sports, forcing yeah. a kid to play soccer because mm-hmm. you love soccer and they don't love soccer. So yeah. when do you let them quit? You know, when do you have them make that commitment? And mm-hmm. do we make a contract? You have to try it for this amount of time. And if yeah. you don't like it, then... You know, and a lot of parents were saying that with music, maybe, you know, let them pick something else that they love musically or switch. um, Once they hit 18, they can stop. Once they graduate high school, they can stop. Yeah. You know, so and we're so close. I mean, Toby's just got four more years till he's done with high school. Yeah. So I'm like, just see it through just 30 minutes a week. Right. Yeah. It's not a huge commitment. Yeah. Yeah. And you get so much out of it. Like he's. There's no way he'll regret like that he can sit on the piano and play Family Guy to goof for his friends. Right. right. There's no way he would regret that. Right. So. Right. I think so. Yeah. And then um, having uh, the the goal of being able to read a piece of music too. We've tried that. Yeah. We said, look, if if you can, if I can put any piece of sheet music in front of you and you can read it, then you've graduated. Then you can well, quit. So. There's there's a flaw there because oh, I could okay. put I could put um, a very difficult pe- uh, piece of music in front of a professional and be like read this and be like no I, I can't read this right now. I have to go home and work on it. There's some pieces uh. that are very there's little levels of pieces yeah okay yeah so. I guess I shouldn't say any piece of yeah. music but generally speaking I mean should that be a goal too that the kid yeah can, yeah can... even if they can kind of fake their way through it mm-hmm. because I know piano accompanists who are the best years around and they even they sometimes sometimes there are gonna be some parts that we'll have to kind of like do their own fake way through it because it's too hard to sight read a certain section mm. so, yeah okay so how do my kids fare in the reading department well they're getting better at it uh-huh. because i do make them read like 
15 minutes every week. Okay. Um, I don't time it, but I just know it ends up being about half a lesson. So. And what do you do? Like, keep your eyes up here, don't look at your hands kind of thing? Or you can just tell they're reading by the way they glance, or what's going on? Yeah, they're, they're reading because they're not really looking at their hands. And they okay. only just only to set up their hand position uh-huh. in the beginning. But then otherwise... Um, and actually, when you're reading music, there's a thing where you're actually reading ahead. So And your kids do that, too. Okay. So they, they might be... Um, they might have like read two measures or something and they're and they haven't played it yet and they're just making sure they they can look and make sure the hands are in the right spot hitting the right notes okay. so so there isn't if, if they're not looking or if, if they are looking at the hands that it's not necessarily a bad thing unless you're looking the whole time that means they have memorized i see so, okay yeah. right okay so they're getting there slowly they would get there a lot faster if they practice yeah. regularly but that's one thing that you can't really control. Right. I mean... And you're not the kind of teacher that makes them turn in a practice slip or test them or... Yeah, no, I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the thing is, I've had so many clients uh, like, hey, can you write down my kid's homework every week? And I do it. And then I, I get to the lesson, like, okay, I wrote this down. Did you do it? Like, no. Yeah. And they said that we're not... In, when the parents aren't enforcing... Right. ...to work on what's written down. Then, right. Yeah. That was me. I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at my feet right now because he did that in the beginning and I never enforced it. Yeah. Well, I guess I was coming from that place of I don't want it to become a chore, right? right? Yeah. So I was kind of with your open philosophy of like, I want this yeah. to be fun and I'm hoping they'll sit down and do it. And they do when we have parties. Yeah. You know, they want to show their friends or occasionally when they're stalling because they don't want to go to bed, they'll sit down on the piano. And yeah. so, of course, I let them. And yeah. Yeah, so it's a toughie, but yeah. I'm hoping it'll just click for them, and all of a sudden they'll love it and want to do it. And I don't know. I'm leaning toward just keeping them going mm-hmm. until the end of high school and yeah. just making it a thing. Maybe they can switch between piano and guitar, but right. And I feel like even if they don't become professional musicians or anything like that, like it doesn't mean that they didn't get anything out of it. Right. Like, they're still like learning good muscle memory and memorization mm-hmm. and motor skills from doing piano or guitar. So, right. and yeah, I mean, like you said, it's learning music is good for Alzheimer's. It actually is. It's mm-hmm. a proven fact. And it's good for, I guess, uh, musicians do better on tests, generally speaking. I don't know. Oh, ah, okay. Nice. What else was I going to say that jogged a uh, thought? But it's gone now. Clearly, I need more music in my life. <laughs> no, I was going to say something about um, going through high school. Yeah, nuts. Forget it. I can't remember. Anyway, well... Do you have upcoming gigs you would like to plug? Where would you like to send listeners? I actually don't have any book gigs right now because I've been out of town and I had a lot of gigs I had to turn down when I was gone uh, in Vegas on my mini honeymoon. That's right. And so And I just, I've been, my life these days has been working and taking care of a kid. Yes. This is so cute, you guys. So Zoe, you know, I've known you, well, how old are you now? If you don't 32. Oh my God. 32. So yeah. I've known him since his 20s, 28, 29. And, um, yeah, he recently got married and went on a little honeymoon, and they're going to do another big celebration next year sometime. Yeah, yeah. And moved in, got a place, got a kitty. Yeah. So it's super cute. Yeah. yeah big life changes. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. You. And we do love you. You're a great music teacher. I'm sorry Thank my you. kids aren't more inspired. I'm trying. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. It's funny that you think they're bad compared to some of the other students I have in the past. So don't even worry about it. Oh, they're, good. Fine. they're perfectly fine. Good. Yeah. They're, good. They're, they're, they're what I would expect. In yeah. Some ways. yeah. All right. 
I mean, I love them no matter what. Of course, yeah. I'm not coming down on them. But just as a parent, you want to give them their best situation. So Yeah, and they're fun to teach. I don't mind. I've never minded teaching oh, them. Aside from a few with Elliot when he was acting up. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> little twit. He had to test the waters a few times. And then Charlotte. She really does love music. She yeah, she's always too. fun. She's always got a good good attitude yeah and yeah yeah it's put fun. those put those long baby fingers to use right. when she first came out we we're like oh piano fingers there you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right well can people visit your website or? yeah um zosha.com z-o-s-h-a-h there should be a calendar on there with events in the future and you can follow me on instagram uh it's zosha gtr right at you know or at zosha guitar and then facebook zosha yeah i'm on there awesome. add me follow me and are you looking for new students? Do you want more? Or I have so have a many, book? but I will try to take some. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm try. I'll try if I can fit you my schedule. I will. That's the hard part, though. Yeah, yeah. So he's in our area of like Rancho Bernardo Poway usually. But how far do you go? Um, this is why we love Zo too. He'll come to your house if you have the proper equipment. Yeah. Because right. my problem was taking kids to different places, waiting in the waiting room, and yeah, yeah that was always no fun. So. Yeah, so RB, Poway, Forest, Del Sur, Penasquitos, Black Mountain. That's about it. All right. Yeah. So this little area, and um, yeah, we just love it. And you teach piano, guitar, any other instruments? Or is that ukulele. Oh, okay. Wait, ukulele. Is it ukulele? It's or? ukulele, technically. It's ukulele? Yeah. yeah. All these years, really? Yeah. But everybody says uke. They're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're That's learning things. Wrong. All and right. Yeah, the effect. Interesting. So. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much no for being for on our podcast. So and we'll see you on Wednesday. All right. So, what do you think? I Can you tell how I'm leaning? Well, yeah, I'm, you want to push them because we didn't get pushed into right. piano, right? Yeah, right. I feel like we're so close to the end of high school that I kind of like that idea of sticking it through till high school and then they can kind of make their own decision or letting him switch to guitar. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> so what I think, let's hear what my friends think. I polled everybody on Facebook and um, I printed out the whole discussion. It's like four pages, but everyone had a lot of thoughts. Um, and you know what? It was right down the middle of make them stay in it or let them make their own decision. So didn't give me a ton of insight, but there were a few cool takeaways. A lot of people liked, you know. Why don't you them... pick out two opposing thoughts? Okay. And just see. Um, one of them said that. Who is it from? Can you say? Yes. I will mention some names here. Uh, this is from Mike Furlano. And he is an avid local uh, Boy Scout, Cub Scout leader, and into baseball. He's got two boys that are into baseball. And he said he bailed on music early in life, and he was in favor of sports. He bailed on music in favor of sports, and he's never regretted it. So there's that. Um, uh, let's see, another one, Ron Bloom. Let's see, he was forced to learn piano for two years when he was young, and he didn't like being forced. He was also forced into church choir, and he hated it. Um, so he but just guess what? Now he's an angel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but his point was then he switched to sax in band, and then um, 
and then at 21 took up piano or took up guitar and loves it and still plays so part of me feels like piano just gives that fundamental you know and almost like the the feeling like yeah I can do this and then move on into something else so sure I mean um, later in life when you look at the piano is very good with that is the kind right. of rooted grounding thing. It's key and C, which is most other stuff. And once you have that, right. I think you're easier to transition on the guitar, if I'm not mistaken, because of the octaves. And then it also helps you to play. Bongo? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Why am I single? I've got bongo drums and a cat. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. What do you no, think? That's good. You're upset. Well, okay. So a couple more. Um, so those were the kind of let the kid choose. This is why it's bad kind of thing. But then there were a couple positives. So we have our, um, what is she to us? Our second cousin, Elaine Schmidt, a.k.a. Beep. Her nickname was Beep. Um, Beep is actually a musician, and um, what is her official title? You know her a little bit better than I do. She is an art critic for the Washington or the Milwaukee Journal. Okay, and I and she's also doing a lot of editing of music publishing books. So she, you know, things that your kids might have, she's probably gone through and helped to edit and right. contribute to. Right. And I'm saying this in a very simplified way because she does a lot of other stuff, too. Yeah. She's an opera-trained... Anyway, go ahead. No, no, that's interesting. And she's written fiction and things like that. Um, but she says that this is um, a good time that they could maybe switch to improvisation. So they've done some training in piano, but if they're starting to get bored, try to switch to improv where they can kind of take it and work with it. Uh, the way they want to, and that can be a good segue into saxophone too, since Toby plays sax, um, and that's very improv improvisational, whatever. So there's yeah. that point, and then our friend Andrew Samen, who we talked about in the Crush episode, um, he's a musician, lead singer, and he says make them stay with piano because you never know that might end up being their safe place someday. And like mm -hmm. their therapy in a way that they can communicate. So he wishes that he had had that and found that earlier. So, mm -hmm. well, your brain's like a sponge, which you mentioned. And right, I right. think now is the time because if you have it somewhere in your DNA, somewhere in your subconscious brain, then it'll be much easier to pull out later. Right. right. It's just always cool. I think it's good to have party tricks. You can impress people. Right. That's my shallow ego talking <laughs> i always want to be like kind of coy and there's a drum set at a party and you're just like yeah i play a little and you get up and like bah, bah, boom, bah, bah, boom, and you just totally kneel pert it and you plan like the drum set to spin around and some lasers to come out and like pyrotechnics you start shooting fire and then you just like and then you walk back down and just go sip your martini wouldn't that be great that's always my fantasy be like, yeah, I guess I can kind of play. <laughs> Isn't that great? Pull that off. I would love to be at that party. Oh, and then I'd so like good. whisper to the guy on my left. That's my sister. That's so proud. See? That'd be great. See? Yes. Oh. I know. I love it. We're like right. Bobby Brady in that Brady Munch episode. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that was it. Drums. No, totally. You okay. had the same point as Dana, though. So she wrote that um, this is the time to persevere and learn. 
as most people never get another chance. And she kind of cites all the things that she did. And, you know, when you're young, you can juggle a lot of things and then kind of have that background to choose from later. So, yeah, I couldn't juggle anything, though. Do you remember (laughs) trying to juggle? I can juggle handkerchiefs that move real slowly. Really? And that's about it. Oh, that's a good skill. Actually, it's probably a good way to start with hand movements going. And then there's Kerchiefs. Dave, who played baseball, and that was part of their training. They had to learn how to juggle as baseball players. Like, really? Literally, yeah. And it's super wow. cool. The first time I saw him it's juggle, really it was like a party trick. Oh, I my God. Love at first sight. Ooh. It was so awesome. He picked up like really? three tangerines and juggled, and I was like, oh, oh, smitten. He's the one for me. That's right. And then, get this. Get this. About, mm, I'd say, eight years into our marriage kids the whole thing i thought i knew everything about him we'd been together since 1994 he picks up a yo-yo and proceeds to freaking yo-yo the shit out of that yo-yo he did tricks he walked the dog he did the sleeping baby around the world i don't know they have names but he did them all and i showed him a good time that night it was such a turn on because i had no idea he could do that and the first time i heard him speak hebrew I didn't know he could speak Hebrew or read it. And it was, these are nerd love right there. Okay, now wait a second. All you have to do (laughs) is have secret talents that you hold for at least eight years and don't tell anyone. Yes. Pull them out and you'll have great sex. I mean, you really could. (laughs) No, really. I mean, why not have some secret kerchiefs in your back pocket? Right? Right. See? Okay. Well, then there you go. This is why I'm keeping my kids in music so that they can uh, have Get laid? Tricks. That's really disgusting. I, I know, right? Sister. So gross. Just kidding. No, it helps with the seven-year itch. I heard there's a 14-year itch, maybe a 21-year itch. Uh-oh. So just pull them Did out Did you have a seven years, year, or so. by the way? No. Mm-mm. Oh, that's nice. No. It's, uh, how, how does fine. it feel to be invincible? That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at EGNF, so, you know, or whatever I am. And there she goes, playing us out. It's Weens. Weenie, do you have anything you'd like to plug or talk about? No, make up some lyrics. Ready? Here we go. No, I hate this. Uh, Chunk, find everyone. Go to the band, go four or five. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. Goodbye. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. All right, everybody. Good luck with your decisions with your kiddos. And call us, write us, do all those things um, if you have advice or stories. And please follow all of our social media. We are at all the places, at Mouse and Weens. you got to spell it all out. Uh, Anything else? (laughs) M-O-U-S-E-W-E-E-N. Mouse and Weens. Here we go. One, two, three. Word. Here we go. Word. The word is and. It's not an ampersand. It's word and and. Not an ampersand. What? <laughs> Bye-bye. I'll bet there's not a lot of songs with the word ampersand in them. Just saying. Just All right. It. Bye, everybody. Bye. We love you. Bye.